What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. I've never been this nervous in my life. Greetings from Longtime No See the Podcast. Every week we'll be inviting two blindfolded comedians to answer a series of questions about their careers, lives, and opinions. Now, let's remove those blindfolds and start the show. Hi! <laughs> what would your opening line with your celebrity crush be? Loved you in Harry Potter. <laughs> Worst date you've been on. A man bit my neck mole off once. You did what? A man bit my neck mole off. Oh my god, Jack almost fell off his chair. <laughs> be sure to follow and subscribe to the podcast. Hey there, it's Kyle Meredith from Kyle Meredith With. After you check out the latest episode of my show, uh, be sure to check out some of our other great programs on the Consequence Podcast Network, including Standing BTS, a bi-weekly podcast covering all things BTS and ARMY, and The Opus, Consequence's original documentary podcast exploring legendary albums and their lasting legacies. So head to Consequence.net to listen to these podcasts and many great others. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media. Now what's this going to continue on your app? You got press continue? What are we going to do? Consequence Podcast Network. Hey, welcome to another edition of Kyle Meredith With. It's the interview series presented by WFPK at WFPK.org, Consequence, and the Consequence Podcast Network. Thank you so much, as always, uh, for making your way here, checking out the series. Uh, please hit the subscribe button. I do three interviews every single week, so it's a great way to keep up with your favorite artists, discover some new ones, know what's happening in the music world at all the usual places like iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Acast, Podchaser, NPR, YouTube for the video versions, or again, anywhere you get your podcast from. I'm Kyle Mayer. Today, I get to talk with Zach Wild about the new Black Label Society album, Doom Crew, Inc. Uh, we're going to discuss how the lockdown had them sidelined at home for the first time in decades, uh, the album's showcase of its twin guitar attack, and the legendary artist digs into his thoughts on the uh, prowess of other musicians, uh, being a reflection of the music we listen to and the ridiculous fun that they had shooting the videos for End of Days and Set You Free. Now, Zach's also going to take us back to 1991 for the 30th anniversary of Ozzy Osbourne's No More Tears album and discusses what it was like to be uh, a hard rock band in the age of grunge. But it's mostly going to be about the Doom Crew Inc. album. It's Kyle Meredith with Zach Wilde. What is going on, Father God? Just hanging out, having some my first blast of Odin Force for the day. Getting ready for the big, uh, the big Black Label Tupperware Demolition Fest tonight. 
that's about it. Well, there's a new uh, there's a new album, Black Label Society, Doom Crew Incorporated, uh, Inc. I don't know if you want the full on that, but uh, it's a powerful record as always. So just first, the compliments. Congratulations on this. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you very much. I, uh, I'm just uh, happy we're they're still paying us and they're still allowing us to make records. So, yeah, it's good. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, I, I'll start out, it, it's probably the obvious point with a lot of artists right now, but this does come after the last year. This album, you know, it, it found you at home for one of the longest periods of your, your career, uh, allowing you to make this music. So, yes, the obvious question, what effect did the pandemic have on the songs, if it was a direct effect at all? No, nothing at all. I mean, it just, to, to me, I mean, you know, because I'm always torn all the time, I mean, whether it's whether it's Black Label, whether it's Zach Sabbath, whether I'm rolling with Oz, whether it's Generation X and I'm rolling with the fellas, or Experience Hendrix, you know, I'm, I'm always, I'm, you know, the most I'm ever home is probably two weeks, maybe, if that. So, you know, uh, I mean, for, for me, the vacation is being home. That is the vacation. So, uh, no, for me, dogs hanging out with my family and stuff like that. I told my wife, I said, if you if you've never slept with a professional dog walker, now is your chance. <laughs> so now, I mean, <laughs> but I mean, you know, as far as working on the uh, the album, I remember, you know, we did the box set, we did a couple videos for that, and everything like that. So it's not like we weren't we weren't busy. But uh, no, when it came time to make the record again, my wife was just like. Uh, I think we're going to, you know, have you make a work on another record or whatever. I said, well, when the fellow's coming out, she goes, they'll be out here in a month. I said, all right. So I said, before the guys would get out to the Vatican, so we'd start recording. I said, I got a month to write a record. All right. So let me just, I go in my gym every day and I have my amp. Sounds like I'm in Madison Square Garden. It's got the reverb on it and everything. I just start writing riffs, you know, and you keep writing until you get something you're happy with. And, you know, you got I mean, for me, especially when you're doing hard rock and stuff like that, or this genre of music, to me, everything all starts with the riff. So it has to, you know, whether to me, Mount Riffmore would have to be Cream, Mountain, Zeppelin, Sabbath, and Deep Purple. I mean, it, you know, I mean, just put any, on any of the records and it's just, it's, it's the foundations of everything is, is all the riffs. You know what I mean? Well, the, uh, the, the riffs play in, uh, I guess, a different part this time around for you, too. You've been talking about uh, there's more of the twin guitar attack uh, on this record than you've done. Other than just sounding awesome, what is the benefit there? Well, no, it gives me more chance to, uh, you know, you know, match my nail polish with my, you know, my lip gloss and my eyeliner and my and my fishnet stockings you know what i'm saying so it frees me up for that more of the important things you know in being in a band but i mean uh no it's just for me it's just the evolution of of dario having father dario in a band i mean he's an amazing guitar player he can play piano he sings he does dishes he does laundry he makes an amazing chicken piccata He's more, he, he doesn't use salt. He uses capers. He just says that you don't want to overpower the, the, the flavor of the chicken. But um, no, just uh, throughout the years of Dario being in the band, it would, you know, he, I'd have him getting more involved all the time, you know, like Dario, double the solo with me on this. We'll do this, double this, whatever, you know, so he's constantly playing more and more and more. He's a phenomenal player. So the whole thing is, uh, you, you know, it just, it was like on this uh, while I was writing the record, I already knew I was going to have Dario 
shredding all over the place, you know? So it's more, but, you know, not so much that it's just us going back and forth. There's harmonies on it and stuff like that. So, you know, and that's, that, that would be obviously in the vein of like the Allman brothers, Finn Lizzie, Judas Priest, where you actually need two guys to actually do a part. You know what I mean? Where it's actually part of the sound. So, no, I, I had a blast. Uh, it's, it's a lot of fun for sure. Now, you are one of the most celebrated, greatest guitarists of all time. I mean, and you can hold your own. I tell my anybody. wife that all the time. She still hasn't, <laughs> she's not buying it. Uh, you know, I'm still, it's not helping me get any foot massages or any shoulder rubs, bro. It's, it really is. It's, it, I got to come up with something else because that, that tagline is not working at all, <laughs> at all. Well, I, I would wonder, though, I mean, again, you hold your own up against anybody, but is, is there anybody out there that you would be reluctant to go up against in a solo? And, and I'll say uh, dead or alive. Well, it would have to be my wife. I, you know, I'm definitely afraid of her. I'm, I'm beyond terrified. <laughs> I, I wasn't a religious man at all. But upon meeting her, I became full blown Catholic. I need, I need protection, man. I need protection. <laughs> no, fair enough. No, I think I think. No, I mean, you know, you know, the crazy thing is like you, you talk about stuff like that. I've never felt like uh, I think if you ask all musicians, they'll, they'll tell you, you know, like Neil Peart said it best when when there was a thing, the tagline, you know, back in the day with Eric Clapton, he said, man, when we all saw Jimi Hendrix, I didn't even want to play my guitar. And Neil Peart goes, I always thought that was weird because whenever I see a great musician, it inspires me to want to play. You know what I mean? When you see anybody that's great at anything, it inspires you. So I I. I, whenever I see a great musician or a great guitar player or I hear any, but you know, I mean, all the guys that I love growing up still inspire me. When I listen to them, I still get chills and I still, still want to practice and I still want to play. They, they inspire me to want to, to, to be better. You know what I mean? So uh, I've never felt that way now when you, cause I, I think when you hear, you know, cause if you get a bunch of guys in a room on stage, whether it's Jimmy Page, David Gilmore, uh, Alder Miola, John McLaughlin, or Slash, they're all great at what they do. So, you know, I mean, it's almost kind of like going to a pizzeria. There is, you know, like Steve Vai said it best, Father Steve, he goes, Zach, there is no such thing as the best. It's what's your favorite. You know what I mean? Like, like pizza. We all love pizza. What's your favorite? Do you like it just a plain pie? Do you like it with garlic and mushroom? Do you like the meat lovers pizza or do you just like pepperoni? What do you, or do you like the white pizza, you know, with the mozzarella? What do you like? You know, so it's all good. There is no, you know, it's like Charlie's angels. You're not kicking any of them out of bed. You know, you know, no, it's, it's all win-win, man. <laughs> I'd like to hit on some of these songs too. Um, first off, forever and a day is perfectly constructed. The way it builds, the way the release finally happens uh, in the end. This obviously does sound like a, a, a personal song on top of it. And, 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 and not only that, but I get that callback to, uh, you know, the who with love rain over me. I, and I don't know if there's any, you know, if that has anything to do with it, but I would love for you to talk about a song like this, because it does for me as a fan set itself apart from a lot of the songs that you've written. Well, no, I mean, uh, I actually love rain down on me and I do love rain, love uh, rain over me. I mean, by the, by the who was forget about it. They, game over but i mean uh no love rain down on me i ended up writing that song when my mother passed away that that, that had to be during the no more tears sessions so uh it was actually when i was doing it when we were doing the keyboard 
part, you know, the piano bit in the middle of No More, no More Tears. I ended up writing that song then. So that song's been sitting around since No More Tears sessions. So, but finally, you know, we did a heavy version of it on like Stronger Than Death and everything like that with the same lyrics and everything. But uh, I just, we were going to put it on the box set and I finally, you know, we recorded it up at the Vatican and I was just like, you know, let's just put it on the next record. You know, so finally finished that one and then also Farewell Ballad at the end. That thing's been on like YouTube for, it's got like millions of views, of, you know, and people tagging me all the time and them doing the solo. So, uh, but we just, I just never got around to finishing it because it was just like a music piece, you know what I mean? Just like a, so we ended up making that as an intro and then I finally, I was just like, let me just put this to rest and actually let's finish this thing. So it's just like got an actual verse and a chorus and it's actually a song instead of just like a little guitar like an instrumental thing so uh yeah but love rain down and then you know forever in a day that was one of the last songs that we did for the record that was like the last i had the guys come back out and we recorded that one so uh but forever in a day jd refers to that song as every time i break into a guitar solo he gets nauseously sick and he said, I said, how often does that happen? He said, forever in a day. So I said, it's a great name for a song. I said, let's just use that. Plan on making him violently ill. <laughs> so you want to be a rock and roll star? No? Well, how about a podcast star? Well, as it turns out, there's a new all-in-one platform just for you. It's called Anchor, and it's the easiest way to make a podcast. And check this out. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And then Anchor will distribute the podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify and Apple Podcast and, you know, everywhere else in, the, in podcast land. And what's even better, you can actually make money from your podcast. Go figure. Uh, no minimum listenership on that. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go ahead. Download the free Anchor app right now or go to anchor.fm to get started. So what are you waiting for? Podcast stardom is within your reach. My compliments, too, on, on the song Ruins, because, again, you know, it's it's the way it's built. Those harmonies, those vocals, the way it builds up and builds up. Did did you have any musical touch points on, on that song or, or or does that really happen with a song like that? No, I mean, I mean, for me, it's always it always like we said before, it always starts with the riffs. You know, I mean, I had the riff first and then everything got built off of that, you know, down, 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 down. It, it, everything starts with the riff. So once once that riff is going, then then it's like almost kind of like, you know, you just push the boat out to sea and we just we're going to find out where we go now. You know what I mean? So that's I mean, that's that's the ride. That's the journey. But it always it always starts with the riff, you know, for me. So, um, but no, it's not. It's not, you know, I'm going to write a song like this or I'm going to go here or we're going to go there. But I think definitely, I think with all musicians and everything like that, I think what you are is a reflection of every all the music you love and everything you listen to. You know what I mean? So it's, it's all the stuff you digest and everything like that. So whether for me, it's like Sabbath, Zeppelin, the Allman Brothers, Elton John, uh, the Eagles, uh, you know, I mean, it, all that music, I mean, because you're constantly, when you're listening to it, I mean, I'd be sitting up in the, you know, in the sub, the tour bus for years. I mean, it's just like after we do a show, we got a 12 hour drive. It'd just be, it'd be me and you and the driver just sitting up front. Me and you'd be just, I, you know, I mean, I always said it's just like a million dollar Irish pub on the road. You know what I mean? So it's just like 
rolling down the road. So, I mean, it's just, uh, we just be drinking the whole time and listening to music and whether, whether you're, you know, you're, you're not consciously just listening to it, but subconsciously you're listening to the production on the records. You're listening to the, the songwriting, you listen to the changes, whether we listen to Elton John, we listen to the Eagles, we're listening to Sabbath, you listen to the Zeppelin, you're digesting all that information. So even though we're sitting there hanging out, you're still being educated, you know, because you're, you're listening to all the music. And then, you know, just like a chef, when you're, when you're writing, I mean, you use all that stuff, that all that knowledge that you've digested as reference. You know what I mean? Because you're thinking about all the production on certain or certain songwriting. I mean, when Sabbath would go to this or they do this or Zeppelin would do this or, you know, Cream did this in a song or whatever. It just it's all the knowledge that you already know. So, I mean, um, and I think it's like that with all musicians, without a doubt. It starts with the riff, but there there still is obviously the connection with the lyrics. You know, I, I wrote down here as I hear the record. There's a lot about like it's an album of leaving and being left uh, by the end of it. Like, how do you approach the lyrics on this one? I'm used to um, people leaving and being left, you know, just like even the guys in the band. Even when I want to get a cup of coffee in the morning, I'm like, hey, guy, where'd everybody go? Everyone leaves. They leave all the time. No one wants to be around me. I come home. The kids leave. The dogs don't want to see me. <laughs> the wife leaves, you know. Like she's either with the pool boy or the lawn guy. You know, so that is what it is, you know. So I'm used to the leaving aspect of it. But uh, no, I mean, for me, lyrically, it, it usually it's either something that's either happened to me or something that's uh, I've seen either happen to people I know or, you know, something I read or, you know, that you get inspired by. You know what I mean? So, um, but yeah, I mean, but lyrically, I mean, for me, it's always... I got to find something interesting that I want to sing it about and I'll go sit in a truck and just listen to the riff over and over. You know, I'll get a CD of it cranked. I, I, I usually don't write the lyrics, maybe a song title. If I see something like a headline in a newspaper or something like that, and I go, Oh, wow, that'd be like a cool name for a song or something like that, you know? But I mean, I, I, I'm, it's not so much like Elton John Elton, like Bernie Taupin just writes the lyrics full blown and then lyric Elton will sit with it. And it'll inspire him to write something musically around the lyrics. So, I mean, for me, I, it's usually always the music's already done. The, the whole thing, whether it's, you know, forever in a day or it's ruins or anything like that, whether it's heavy or a mellow thing, I'll, the music will always be done. And then, I, then I'll sit and I'll come up with a melody and then I'll figure out what I want to sing about. You know what I mean? So, uh, and then I'll, then I'll start writing, but um. But yeah, that's pretty much the process, the way I always do it. It's usually always a music first, then a melody, then a lyric. Well, with all of, you know, I, I mean, the full spectrum of emotions all across this album, sure. But even the darker moments, it's great that, of course, something you're well known for, having a great sense of humor, is a full display with the, uh, the music videos. Uh, and uh, with this one, I'm specifically talking about, of course, Set You Free and End of Days. Are there outtakes uh, for end of days? Because when you've got a bear costume and a koala costume in a in a fight to the nearly the the fucking death, I would hope that especially when you're out in public on the street, that there's some outtakes that we could see here. Yeah, that was uh, it's it's, it's some comedy, man. No, it's just kind of like, well, let's just do a video where we don't even pick up a guitar. Right? I don't even want to no no band performance. I just let's just make this as ridiculous as possible. So. Give me a reason why I'm watching this thing. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so that's pretty much how the end of day's video happened. 
It's just like, yeah, let's have a grizzly bear. I'm in a grizzly bear outfit. We'll put JD in a koala bear outfit. And then we just like beat the hell out of each other for the whole entire song. And that's the, the video. That's it. And then we'll get Jeff and JD, you know, we'll get Jeffy and Dario in the video just so we could beat them up too. <laughs> That'll be the video. That's the, that's the whole concept of the video. <laughs> what, nobody's singing anything? No, nothing. That, that's it. It's just, give me a reason to watch this. <laughs> High art. It was high arts of uh Yes, exactly. <laughs> Did Set You Free have anything to do with Weezer's Buddy Holly? Because I'm not the only one that went, hey, look, it kind of reminds me of Weezer's Buddy Holly, but, you know, in a way more uh, absurd sort of way. Well, no, I mean, the Buddy Holly video is amazing and Weezer's awesome. They are amazing as well. But uh, no, the um, I, I wanted to reenact my high school prom from 1985 from Jackson Memorial High School in New Jersey. So I said, Father Justin, you know, so he's our video director for since like 2014 or whatever. He's the Stanley Krubeck of Black Label Society. So I told him, I said, Father Justin, I just want to make a video that pretty much captures the complete essence of my high school prom. I think he did an amazing job down to the band, the way the band looked and the way, you know, the guys the bath salts, everyone drinking bath salts, and then people getting their arms ripped off at the end of the video and beaten profusely. And yes, I think it was he did a, an amazing job. It's a, it's a lot of fun to watch. It really is. Uh, I'll quickly ask, um, uh, I think you said in another interview, you uh, wrote 30 songs for these, 12 is on the album. There's probably a few on a bonus edition. Like, are, are some of those other ones going to be making it out as well? Well, I mean, usually every album we use, there, there's just like an implosion of writing. So, you know, I mean, it's just like you're writing away. So, I mean, the whole thing is it's just like I'd be like, boss, what, what was that thing you wrote today? You know, and you'd go, Zach, I just started jamming on this this morning. Or where I go, you should record it. Just put it down. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't record, even though I have my own studio, you know, we have the Black Vatican up there. I'm not like Prince where I'm, I'm living in there writing where I have like 10 catalogs, of, you know, stuff where I'm just constantly writing songs all the time. If I write something, you know, whether I'm on the road or whether I write something at Soundcheck or whatever, I might record it or whatever. But I mean, usually when it comes time to train for a fight, we start training. You know what I mean? So it's it's more that kind of mindset, you know. So, uh, you know, getting ready for a bodybuilding show, you know, you got you're 12 weeks out, you know, you got to start dieting like it's nobody's business. So aside of the rest of the time, you can eat and you know you got to do it. But I mean we're writing you know when we're doing a record it always ends up being like 30 songs you know but we did track pretty much everything so i mean it's the the songs are there except i didn't put you know i didn't sing on them i didn't put melodies and i didn't put lyrics on them but you know if you either go back and if you find something i mean the stones would find something like waiting on a friend that was sitting around from like 75 and they ended up putting it on an album in 81 so you never know you know i mean you just go back but usually I never usually kind of like go dig back into stuff. Although, you know, like, like you said, Love Rain Down and Farewell Ballad made it on this record. And that's like older material. But uh, usually I'm always on to the next thing and just, you know, I, I think everybody is, you know, every band, every artist or whatever, whether it's, whether it's Neil Young or Led Zeppelin or Black Sabbath or whoever, they, they I think you're on to like writing new stuff. You know what I mean? Well, uh, and, and the nice timing, by the way, I didn't mention that earlier. I, I'm sure it's been brought up many times before, but Love Rain Down, 
uh, it's sort of amazing hearing that it come from those No More Tears sessions because that album in itself, of course, celebrating a big banner year with 30th anniversary. Still an amazing record, still an outstanding classic. And one of the few metal, uh, hard rock, whatever you want to call it, bands to muscle into the charts in a time where uh, not a lot of that was happening because of grunge and, and, and all that. Did you feel the change as that was going on? Because that was still such a successful record when a lot of the peers... Uh, of of Ozzy at that time weren't having as good of luck. No, it's weird because I mean, uh, looking back on it, I mean, I didn't because I'm I was in such a bubble of my own world. You know what I mean? It's just like, but definitely, as far as the hair metal thing goes, you know what I mean—the poofy hair and everything like that. So, I mean, that started dying down. I mean, you know, but you got to remember also when when Guns started doing Sweet Child of Mine and everything like that. By by that by the time they had done that the hairspray was kind of over anyways. You know what I mean? Like, Welcome to the Jungle actually still had big hair and everything like that. But Sweet Child of Mine, it was gone. You know what I mean? Like, they were on to the next thing already. So that kind of eased the transition in going into the grunge thing and, you know, where it was the hairspray thing was gone and it was just more T-shirt and jeans and just the songs. Yeah, but I mean, like, everything else, everything comes and goes and stuff like that. But yeah, but like, looking back on it, we were just plowing ahead. I, I wasn't, I wasn't influenced by any, you know, because I didn't, I wasn't looking there. You know what I mean? <clears throat> Even though I know it was going on around, I would just, I would just do them right in the way we write and everything like that. I wasn't just like listening to this other, maybe we should be doing this kind of stuff because this is happening now, you know, should never do that anyways. You know, when you, when you really think about it, you know, cause you're always going to be a day late and a dollar short anyways. Because, you know, Guns N' Roses was doing Guns N' Roses when Bon Jovi was ruling the world with Slippery When Wet. You know what I mean? And then the record company was telling Guns N' Roses they need to be more like Bon Jovi. And they stick to their guns, no pun intended. But, I mean, they, you know, and they, they're the biggest band in the world. Then, you know, I'm sure the record companies were telling Chris Cornell, you need to be more like Axl Rose and you need to, you know what I mean? The band, you guys should be like them. And they're like, that's not what we do. And then when the grunge thing was the green day, that's not what we do. You know, you, because every under every movement has been going on for years before it explodes. You know what I'm saying? So it, it's been, you know, it's just been this, this underground thing plowing ahead until it, you know, until it explodes. Yeah, so you best off, you know, being like ACDC and just plowing right through it and like being oblivious to everything. I was going to say, just, uh, you know, thank God you guys plowed ahead because uh, what what a what an amazing record in time that was. So um, yeah, happy anniversary. Yeah. Well, uh, in the meantime, uh, Doom Crew Incorporated, uh, also an outstanding record. And Zach, thank you so much for taking the time to talk about it. Uh, I really appreciate you, it. Without a doubt, man. Take care of yourself, brother. My thanks to Zach Wild. Again, the new uh, Black Label Society album is called Doom Crew Inc., Big thanks to you as well for checking out the episode. Uh, again, I do hope you hit the subscribe button so you can keep up with uh, three brand new interviews every single week, a new one every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, anywhere you get your podcast from. That also includes YouTube for the video versions. Uh, after that, after you've subscribed, head over to WFPK.org, where I do a show Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern, an hour full of song premieres, music news, anniversary spins, bonus interviews. That's Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern at WFPK.org. 
Consequence has your music and film news. You can also find me on the uh, social media spots, uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all three of them, at Kyle Meredith. I do hope you like and follow along. Uh, That does it for another edition. I'm Kyle Meredith. I'll see you next time. Consequence Podcast Network. What are you doing, my brother? We're back. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.